Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. One of the secrets to breaking a bad habit is understanding how the brain works, forming those habits. Professor Art Markman continues with a couple of other things that we need to do to break a habit successfully. So those are the first three things. Right? We're, we're fixing our goals, we're, we're engaging that go system, and we're minimizing how much we deal with the stop system. The, the next thing we want to do is to play with the environment. Yeah. Because human beings are fundamentally lazy creatures. And, and what I mean by that is we, we tend to do what is easiest for us to do in our environment and, and, and not to do things that are difficult to do. And so what that means is that if you want to change your behaviors, you want to disrupt the habits that you have by making the things that you did by habit more difficult to do and, and to make the desirable behaviors now easier to perform. So to give you a couple of examples of that, imagine that you, that you do want to change your eating behaviors. You feel like you're not eating uh, healthy foods. Well, chances are a lot of the, the eating that you do in your home, you do by habit. So one of the things that you can do is rearrange your kitchen. Move all of the, the pots and pans and the dishes and the, and the silverware and, and for the next several weeks, you won't be able to find anything in the kitchen because you've moved it all around. Yeah. You know, and so what that does is it gives you several weeks to institute new behaviors because now all of the habits that you used to perform that were very easy, you can't do as easily anymore. And so now you can, you can institute changes in your behavior. And similarly, one of the things that you may want to do is to is to make certain foods available or unavailable to you. Yeah. So if you tend to snack on things, you know, for example, maybe, maybe you do eat some chips or, or, or ice cream. Well, it, it turns out it's, it's impossible to eat an ice cream that isn't in your freezer. Yes. So uh, if you don't buy the ice cream, then, then when the temptation strikes to want to eat uh, a snack, you won't necessarily then be able to easily do that. So you've made the the undesirable behavior hard to do and you know if you keep healthier snacks around keep a bowl of of nuts out or or raisins or or dried fruit and and now what you're doing is making a more desirable behavior easy to perform and that will have a big influence uh, on your behavior can I just give you a quick scenario of what happened to me in that sure. when it came to buying the ice cream at the supermarket, it was so tempting you just end up buying it anyway. And so <laughs> I used to project into my mind um, what I would end up looking like if I kept eating this food, and that helped me to stop actually buying it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, 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 and what's nice about that is you, you've done two important things there. One is, is to develop a plan for what to do when temptation strikes. Yeah, right. So rather than just leaving it to chance, you know, you now have this plan, here's what I'm going to do. And um, the other thing that you did that's, that's really nice there is something we haven't really talked about, but one of the things that makes behavior change so difficult is that we are strongly biased to do the things that feel good right now rather than the things that will be good for us in the long term. Yeah, right. And... Uh, you know, one of the things I talk about is if you, if you look at the Ten Commandments, uh, as an example, yeah. and you remove a couple of the commandments that are about follow this religion rather than that one, all of the rest of those commandments are really about 
uh, how do I make sure that I do the thing that's right in the long term uh, in favor of the thing that feels really good to do right now? Yeah, right. So, you know, that person who just annoyed you, don't kill him. That that very shiny <laughs> thing that somebody else owns, don't steal it. The very beautiful spouse of your neighbor, leave him or her alone. You know, these are all things. And And by the way, these things are in the Ten Commandments, not because they're easy, but because they're hard. Yes, yeah. You know, the Ten Commandments don't say breathe regularly yeah. or eat daily, you know. So it's it's really about how do I how do I do the right thing uh for the long term? And what's nice about your example is that's what you were doing. Yeah, wow. You were saying, "Look, let me make my future self very present to me in the here and now to help me to do the right thing in the long term." Wow. Now I interrupted your train of thought there. Oh, do you do you remember no. what you were going on to? Quite all right. The the last the last big thing that you want to do with changing behavior is to make use of the people around you. And there's there's several pieces to this, but I'll, let me give you two of them. One is that in a very literal sense, the the goals that we have are contagious. So um, because we're social creatures, we are we are really wired to pick up on the goals of the people around us. And so when somebody does something that that uh, and we witness them doing that, it in, it engages that goal in ourselves. And so if you spend time with people who are doing things you want to avoid doing, um, you're going to have a hard time avoiding it. Yeah. You know, if, if you are trying to cut down on the amount of alcohol you drink and you spend time with people who go to the pub and have several drinks, you're, you're going to end up uh, drinking as well because you are in that social situation. Yeah. Which means that you want to find people who engage in the behaviors that you'd like to engage in because that's going to really help your go system to pick up on those goals. And the other thing is, you, you really want to reach out and get help. We, um, we often take it as a sign of weakness when we reach out to other people and ask them to help us to achieve our goals. We like to do things as individuals. But in fact, behavior change is hard. And it's, it's useful to find people who have the, the, the behaviors you would like to have and to engage with those people and to and to seek them out and to find these mentors who will help you to achieve the goals you'd like to achieve. So think about someone who, who would like to be more successful in their career at work. One of the things that you should do if you're trying to develop habits of success in a work environment is to find people who are successful and spend time with them and learn from them and, and have them make suggestions to help you to, uh, to perform those behaviors that over the long term create success and to use that network of people to help you to develop new sets of behaviors. Professor Art Markman in part three of Breaking Bad Habits. His book is titled Smart Change and you can get more details at smartchangebook.com. Paul talks about a power that we can tap into to help us change. In Galatians 5, he writes, Walk by the Spirit of God, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Light and Life from the Salvos.